Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Peppers from a Chimney! Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Welcome to session 50. Bah, humbug 2021. Let's just get this cart past the finish line and find out what happened next. Done. There you go. Is that, is that enough? That's perfect. Yes, I now know exactly what happened. I suppose I could say something. Um, something about how Thorn was pulled aside by one of the sailors, Cadmos, from Ari Kalini's airship. He had a hushed conversation, uh, one which he then stepped away from uh, and then whispered an arcane word and made a quick gesture in the air. After a moment and with a nod, he returns to continue the speaking with Cadmos. Erica and Thorn later ask Ari to sail the Titanic down so Clicker can be gathered from the deck of the Just Pazuzu. Before Clicker boards, Thorn says a few words in passing for the dead Cal and pushes his lifeless corpse through the small portal in the belly of the airship to splash into the calm waters of the river below. Thorn asks Erica, what is her opinion regarding the spark? What should they do? Ultimately, she agrees to follow Thorn's lead. As that discussion is happening, the Titanic's hanging rope ladder comes within reach of Clicker, who curses and spews profanities at the stinking corpse of Cal. <laughs> the stinking, that's not what I wrote. Who curses and spews profanities at the sinking corpse of Cal, but it did stink too. While that happens, Thorn receives a sending from an old colleague named Sahar El Bador, but the message is interrupted as something tears at Thorn's attention. For a short minute, his body and face freeze in a familiar statuesque stance of one that is receiving a vision. When Clicker scrambles up the rope ladder, her head breaching the Titanic's trapdoor portal, she witnesses Thorn shake himself and then place an object on top of the canopic jar. Thorn shouts, Let's dance! And a jar morphs and dilutes. The sound of being underwater, underwater folds over it and the jar implodes, disappearing from sight. Clicker lets go of the rope ladder and Cenote jumps back into the river below. She dives to find and recover the rancid corpse of her dead companion. She plunders his body, looking for the canopic jar. She mimics his voice and the command word he used to make it appear and disappear. Not finding the jar, she once more climbs the rope ladder to the Titanic that floats above the Juspazuzu, shouting, where is the jar? Thorn's face reddens as he must wit use his wit to answer as Aranveg wonders, what does Clicker mean? Ari uses her key, hanging on a chain around her neck, to open the door to her captain's quarters. And with the intention to push the Titan through the door, it stretches and grows wide to fit the immense body. On the other side of the door is a tomb. Her sailors use the pulley system to push the Titan's corpse past the doorway and everyone enters the tomb. Once in the tomb, to 
Clicker and Ramveg fail to set the fi fail to set the fire trap on the the tomb's door, but they do manage to close the heavy golden doors. In the meantime, Ari investigates a pedestal on the far side of the tomb. Voices are then heard through the closed doorway, and it is forced open. On the other side of the door is Fatma with a minion, and also an unrecognized female with other minions. On seeing who is within the tomb, the two females begin to converse with Clicker and Thorn. The conversation turns to fists, and a battle begins. But shortly into that battle, it is interrupted as giant scorpions rise from the sand in the corners of the tomb. What will happen next? Let's find out. So that's about the best I wrote. That's pretty good. A little bit, a little bit succinct. Doesn't really answer a lot of questions. Um, well, I, I, so, I have more questions now. First, why, yeah, yeah, sure. why does Thorn have the jar? Thorn doesn't. Uh, at one point, you guys had a conversation about the jar, and uh, in that conversation, um, you were uncertain on what to do, and because you weren't here, you ended up letting him have it, and then he put something on the jar, and it disappeared. I thought I convinced her that this was the best method of getting this yes, spark you away did. from everyone. So, you did. <laughs> but it was see the frustrating thing was you weren't here for us to have that discussion. Yeah. Which is really important. That's right. So basically, what it was an important discussion. What yeah. what I was suggesting is that um, I was granted a item that gave me the ability to uh, take the spark away from the the concerning threats uh, and place it in a location which would effectively destroy it. And was trying to get agreement from you to do so. And ultimately, that was where I said, ultimately, Erica uh, follows Thorne's lead. Yeah. Because we we waxed and waned, what would you do? What would you do? And so ultimately, we just figured, ah, well, we figured you hated the pallid court because you were, in two, you were trapped there for a long time. And so having the pallid court take it wasn't in your interest. And you didn't know who this Ari Kalini person was or what her interests were. So being a, a paladin of the oath that you are, we figured destroying it would be something you would also follow for. Yeah, yeah. Would I'm that be it. Okay, cool. That's good. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, it's, it's I mean, very hard. I wasn't there. Like my, my, main, my main problem was that um, uh, Erica would not have been very trusting of Thorin after the whole Cal situation. Oh, he not not recovering, Cal. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, but like, if not for that, then absolutely you're right. But considering that, I think the outcome would be still the same. I would just uh, spend a lot of time yeah. thinking about it. Okay. So, and then uh, when Clicker got back in the, in the Titanic, she was like, "Where's where's the jar? Where's the jar?" And, of course, Thorn was like, oh shit, and Ranveg was listening. She's like, what are, you, what are you talking about, the jar? And Thorn convinced her that it was safely away. And so they uh, opened up the portal to take the Titan here into this tomb. And while in this tomb, uh, Fatma arrived, the redhead Fatma, and this other female up here. And they were doing most of the talking uh, with you guys. 
or specifically they were doing most of the talking with Clicker and Thorn on seeing them arrive. Uh, and then, I mean, at, uh, at one point the conversation just went bad. And I, I can't remember, I think, Clicker, you made the first move. You drew your dagger and, and cut Fatma. And even yep. then, I think they still tried to keep the conversation going. But uh, at this point, um, I had given, uh, I gave uh, Syke quite a bit of information about who is Fatma and who is this other female. And so he was role-playing them for me as, as the NPCs. So he did a pretty good job, I figure, based on the information I gave. And he said a couple of things. I don't know if Clicker and Thorn picked up on a few things that he said, but I hope so. Obviously wasn't clear enough because I don't remember. Well, they called you by your 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 name for one. Yeah, that just makes me suspicious. And they also mentioned uh, something to Clicker about uh, fruit in Ramag, which should be something that is meaningful to Clicker if she remembers her backstory too. But anyway. Uh, so the the battle had just happened was was uh, only into its third round. It's the top of the third round uh, when all of a sudden um, from from the from within the sand these giant scorpions arrived, and that's where we ended it. And I assume we didn't have a short rest or any kind of rest. No. I don't think, uh, nobody even discussed it. So for, for that matter, uh, so your uh, Radiant Soul, you use that, um, whatever Lay on Hands you would use, that those are used. I know Thorn used a bit of magic. Um, so there are a couple of other things that probably are more meaningful to Volga than, than Erica, but there are four green candles on the corner of the sarcophagus. And this was the pedestal that Ari was at uh, for a moment. And then as the battle progressed, she ran uh, over here. Uh, Ramveg was Ramveg, uh, here. She was... This is Ramveg. She was with Clicker at the time, trying to help Clicker uh, keep the door shut, but then she took off running. And now she's beside Ari uh, at this at this closed sarcophagus with the four candles at the corners. Yeah, they're decidedly not helping us. From what I can tell. Yeah. Okay. So we can start there. And combat-wise... Clicker, you are up. So you remember Fatma and Erica. Uh, Erica, you've got your the furnace out and you were swiping at Fatma. You did it. You landed a couple of really good hits. Um, yeah. Clicker tries to get up on the on the uh, on the on the giant to try and attack Fatma. Okay. What is, what is my speed? 35, I think. Yep. Okay. How does this work? I have no idea how anything works. Does this work? 
So, uh, so it's ten feet, and it'd be uh, difficult terrain. To, or do you have a climbing speed? No. Okay, so twenty, and they get up the ten feet. So thirty feet. That'd be thirty feet to get there. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And then she's flanked, right? Well, she's already got fairy fire on her, so you'll get advantage regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just making good. sure. And yeah, there would be a regular attack. I have no idea how to play this game, so uh, bear with me while I'm trying to figure things out. Um, what did Clicker have in hand? I think she had a rapier. No, she had yep, a dagger because she, she quick drew a dagger to stab her in the face. Um, uh, to, yes, but you didn't. You did not have your special dagger. No, no, regular dagger, and then she threw Gale Javelin to keep them at the door. So that's right. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know she had a masterwork dagger. I guess that's. That's no longer a thing now. Anyway, yeah, she uh, she draws her, her rapier and will try to... Um, her masterwork rapier, I suppose. Wait, no. She looted the Moontouch longsword. Hey! <laughs> uh, Did you? I mean, she looted it from... From... Um, from the corpse of Cal. Of Cal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that something she would use? Probably not. Let's just go with the... With the uh, with the master rapier, which would be at her side right now. Uh, advantage. I have no idea how anything works. 24. Uh, yes, you indeed, you do hit Fatma. So now I apply sneak attack and then roll mm -hmm. damage. Correct. So you, you slash into uh, Fatma's uh, side and she's got, you know, she's kind of standing sidestep, kind of like keeping the both of you in, in her view as you're, you manage to uh, swipe your rapier uh, through her defense and, and slash into her. Not doing as much damage as you would have hoped. Mm. Yep. Confirming that for the second time. This is where she starts realizing. I think that's her turn. Okay. These are not aware of what's going on, and they were in mid battle with the Factum. So they will continue. Okay, so they will use scimitar to attack once a hit and then they reverse their they reverse their swing and they hit again This one does the exact same as he continues to swipe against this guy. Misses with the first scimitar swing, but hits with the second. 
Okay. Uh, Ari. So you, Ari, it has arrived at the the um, at the sarcophagus, sarcophagus, and she's like mm, whispers to Ranveig, and so where you are, Clicker, and where you are, Erica. You are, even though you're in mid-battle with Fatma, you are, you have height, and with that height, and because you were in in that melee distance with uh, Fatma, you manage to catch, you you hear what Ari whispers to Ranveig, and and uh, Ari is basically telling Ranveig to help her push open the sarcophagus, so she's going to hold her turn so that she can help. Uh, Ramveg push open the sarcophagus. Uh, this one, she sees, uh, she sees what's going on here with with, with suddenly uh, with the scorpions coming up out of the sand, and she quickly backpedals and she says, uh, "Fatma, it it would appear that we've got ourselves a little bit of a predicament here." We have unwelcome guests who've just arrived. And she will move back five. Uh, what's her distance? Five, ten, fifteen. Let me just see. Fifteen. Twenty. Come on, 25. And she's gonna back through the door. So that's 30 feet to get there. And she will uh, then say to her warrior priestess, those guests leave the pallet court. These other guests require our immediate attention. And she will bless her two uh, warriors. That's all she does. Uh, this guy, on he starts. He's still partially in the sand as he's coming up. He completely hasn't, and he starts looking about the chamber. Who does he see? No. Were you hiding behind that um, that brazier thorn? I was trying to. So he comes into the chamber and he's like, Well, well, well. Who do we have here? Dinner, methinks. Of course, you recognize that voice immediately. And he says something in. I'll type it out. I think you can understand. It's actually, can you understand Infernal? Who understands Infernal? I certainly can. Yeah. Okay. So you, he he in infernal he commands uh, the scorpions uh, to head towards the sarcophagus and and uh, let nobody stand in her way or take out anybody that stands in her way. Fatma looks about her. Uh, Fatma looks about and she's like, 
I see what you I see what you mean, Devon. This this And she looks to to Erica and and uh, Clicker. We have other concerns. Parley. As she holds up her hand, she doesn't swing at any of you. And she is going to attempt to... uh, Basically, she's going to... She's going to disengage. She's going to disengage. And she's going to back away. She's got climbing speed 5. 10. And she's going to get here. And she's watching Clicker and Erica. She got her hands up and she turns and she looks at uh, Ari and, and Ranveig. She says, parlay, parlay. Thorn, what are you doing? Is she saying parlay, parlay? Yep. Um, is Apuk um, moving towards the... the he, just, he just punched up out of the sand, so he is still... Half of his body is still within the sand. He, he, compl- he hasn't completely emerged. He was still crawling out when he, he commanded the scorpions. Who's she saying? Who's Fatma saying parlay to? Everyone or just uh, uh, unru- uh, She was saying it to Erica and Clicker, uh, in re- as well as in response to the person that she named Devon, which I will now reveal her name is Devon. Okay. Um, I am going to look and just um, step back as far as I can and hold a um, action with my bow to attack anything that comes towards me with the, the look of uh, lethal intent on their mind. And I'll look to Fat Man and go, oh, speak your piece, uh, but uh, I sense that there is trickery around anything you see. And that'll be my turn. Okay. So you're, you're, what's the trigger on your, your holding your action to... And anything that looks like it's coming towards me. Like if it's going, going to the um, sarcophagus, I won't, it won't trigger. But if it's like looks like it's coming directly towards me, um, okay. with the, it, like it's going to attack me or something, I'll, I'll shoot at it. The undead Factotum, uh, who had been hit a couple of times, uh, pushes his way past the the other warriors and enters the chamber, uh, looking to the left and to the right. Uh, and he he calls out to Fatma. Orders, and she kind of points uh, to the north, and he starts heading that way. Five, so that was five ten. Uh, 15, Yeah, he's going to dash. He's going to come right up there. All right, Erica. Okay. You are standing on the bum of the Titan. Okay, I have a lot of questions. Uh, okay. Sorry, because, yeah, I'm a bit... Uh, That's fine. Catching up. Mm-hmm. 
So the three ladies that are currently around uh, sarcophagus, are, are they our enemies? Do, do I uh, do I feel like I have to stop them opening the sarcophagus immediately? You... So you've traveled with Ari and and Ranveig in the airship, so you've met them. So those are the two that are on the right of the sarcophagus. Um, you don't know who the redhead is, but you know that she is uh, a vampire from the pilot court. And your feelings to the pilot court are your feelings to the pilot court. Yeah, okay, um, you, it's, that's enough. That's fine. I know what I'm doing. And the arrival of the scorpions and whatnot was just something that just happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. All you had to say is pellet court. That that was my next question. Is anybody affiliated with the pellet court? Okay. So you you would know that uh, from what's happened so far, you'd know that she's affiliated with pellet court. And from what's happened so far, you know that uh, this fella here is her minion. Good to know. Okay. Uh, I assume you didn't cast the hunter's mark. Because I didn't see any spell slots missing. Then nope. Then I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark on her and then I'm gonna run and jump and hit her with my sword. But okay. the sword is on fire, right? Yes. Okay, let's go. And you'll get advantage because it's very fire. <laughs> yes, she does have fairy fire. It's funny how the pink turns to. Why does the pink turn that way? I don't know. It's why the other the turns to colors, gray. I think. Must be. Okay. Put Hunter's Mark on her. Mm hmm. And then you move down. Climbing down. Actually, I want to be a little bit to the side uh, to leave space for Clicker to flank her from the other side. Okay. So no problem. You manage to climb down off of the Titan difficult terrain, but you have enough movement to get there. So no, no, no biggie. Oh, your Radiant Soul is gone. So I'll take that off. Uh, so you hit her with your great sword. Uh, I don't think, I can't remember if if we had you using divine strikes or not. I don't know, or divine smite, sorry. Any which way, you've, you, you've managed to hit her with your great sword. The fairy fire has helped out a lot. So you got to roll with advantage. The fire slashes into her and she, uh, she grunts as uh, the welt of, of the slash cutting through her flesh and their blood inside that slash bubbles and boils. She's like, parley, parley. Other enemies are afoot. Is that it? <laughs> uh, I forgot, do I have a second attack by any chance? <laughs> Uh, go to your abilities tab and it should say, yeah, extra attack. Yep, you got an extra attack. Then I'm gonna do that again. Okay, go for it. 
This time she's ready uh, as you try to reverse your swing and sink your, your greatsword uh, into her side and she manages to dodge out of the way. Oh, give me just one second. Yeah, that's it. I just stare at her with hate. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ramveg is helping as they try to push. Wow, that sucks. And uh, so they're like, Ramveg is like, it's, it's not moving Ari. And I think we've got other concerns. As she's looking about at the scorpions coming and Ari is, in his, we, we need to get it open. We must get it open. Uh, so they stay there and we need to try again. This guy will uh, attack no he won't they've been commanded it will begin to you are there so opportunity attack by the undead factorum first as it moves away uh, it will try to it will slash at it Okay, it hits. Does a little bit of damage. Oh my goodness, it fails at saving throw. Okay, so what does that mean? Okay, so it is incapacitated, so it doesn't move. Because if I'm, what does incapacitated mean again? It's, yeah, uh, it's almost like uh, unconscious almost. Can't, can't take any ta actions or reactions. Okay, so it stays stays put as it tries to move away. This one, oh, wait. So that's its turn. This is this guy. So this guy, that guy's in its path. So it will attack once. Miss. Attack twice. Hit. And then try to sting. Wow. Though, you guys might, this might be a, a simple session for you guys if I continue to roll like that. Possibly. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Once it gets there, you are now in its way. So it will now attack you, Erica. Oh, okay. Three low rolls and now a big one. It Its claw smashes into you from behind. And it will. You are grappled. And once you're grappled, 
will try to hit you again with the same claw. Or with a different claw. Oh, it hits again. This is not gonna this is not gonna be pretty for you, uh Erica. And then it's gonna try to sting you. Yep. Wow. Um. You need to make a constitution saving throw. You need to beat a DC 12. Oh, nice. That plus four. Thank God. Okay. Uh, so if you make the save on a failure, blah, 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 blah. Yep, you're fine. Okay. Flicker. You watch as uh, some of this... Scorpions start moving up. One of the the minion for the pallet cord gets involved. You're standing there. You watch as one of your companions gets uh, is now being grappled in the claws of one of these nasty scorpions. What are you going to do? Clicker slashes her lower arm with the with the blade close to the hilt of the rapier and conjures a slowly growing dagger in her hand as the blood trickles down and will move around the sarcophagus okay using a so that'll be wait i'm not done mm -hmm. sorry um yep using or dash action to oops get in position with cunning action dash mm -hmm. okay so that was 25 and then it's a total of 60 40 i have 35 movement 65 speed, so total yeah yeah i can run 70 but climbing down you also had to climb down so that's an extra five feet so 65 total cool mm -hmm. all right that's it so you managed to get on the other side uh, this warrior comes out and she's like, ah, Devon, okay, we will cover you. Uh, have a care. Maybe you shouldn't stay. And comes out. Oh, wait, wait, what would they do? They wouldn't know that he's there. They would come through. Yeah, they're going to, they would climb up. 5, 10, 10, uh, 15, 20. So that's climbing up. 25 gets there and will she's going to call for spirit guardians so it's going to circle about her and it's going to hit the scorpion in front of her 15 within 15 feet of her I'll circle five, ten. okay So, so on the on, on its start of its turn, it has to make the saving throw. Okay, so that's its action to do that. So moves up, and that's its action. Okay, and this one, she casts sanctuary on top of Devon, and then she moves up to help her sister. 
So 5, 10, 15, 20. I think it's there. Okay, that's their turn. Ari looks at Ramveg and says, We must get this open. We must get it open. Come on, one more time. One more time. Put your back into it. So she she will hold. She will she will push on. She will push on Ravek's turn. Devon will. Devon will step through. And she will cast Sacred Flame on the Scorpion. saves. Shit. That sucks. Sorry, there's just way too many. I'm, I'm really missing Psyche now. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, he finishes coming out of the sand. He stands tall. Uh, he's 10 feet high in this large chamber, which has got this 20-foot ceiling. And he steps forward. 20, 25. And when he steps there... He kind of stops as he's looking about, surveying what he's everything about about him, and uh, he catches sight of you over there, Thorn, and you hear in your mind. I'll drag you to another channel. Come on, happy birthday! What, what do I hear? Okay, in your mind. A telepathic connection is made, and he says, "Thorn, you're here." And give me, give me an insight check as he says that. I could do that. It's a thirteen. How he says that in your mind, and because it's telepathy. You can't help but tell there was something off about how he said that. And it seemed to you that he was surprised to see you there. Even though you'd gotten that communication uh, not long ago, uh, he's actually hit the tone of his voice has surprise in it. So he then says, Well, have you come to join and partake of the power that is ready for you? Help me rid this chamber of these infidels. Come with me. Know the power I have to give. You say anything in response? I mean, it'd be so much fun to betray the whole party and, and go with the Scorpion. <laughs> but... <laughs> do what you want to do. <laughs> but I would go... Um, I, would, I would reply in my head... Um, out damn um, soul of, of darkness your your beguiling ways has no um, control over me are you um, being deceitful or anything like this or is it uh, are no, you no, being totally, tr totally truthful totally truthful okay I'll drag us back to the other channel unless there's anything else you want to say no no Okay. His, his fly's under. Can we do that? <laughs> yeah, sure. 
I found my real posse now, by the way. You found what? I found my real posse, by the way. Your Just real kidding, posse. My, please, the real group. Please tell me they're not <laughs> vampires. <laughs> In common, you hear a deep voice say out loud. No, my fly is totally up. And it continues to step on top of the leg of the Titan. So it comes, uh, that's probably, I shouldn't have it overlap like that. So it, it, it is within melee distance with you for a moment clicker, but it steps away. Do you take an opportunity attack? Um, sorry, I didn't see. The scorpion tries to step away. This, the demon. It came within melee and then it was, mm. it kept walking past. Mm. Um, let me see. I just picked up something. Yeah, no, that's uh that's an opportunity attack with the weapon of blood. So okay. that's uh, Akbo crit. Mm -hmm. But he's not uh, fighting with us yet. I mean, his scorpions are, and he said some commanding words, so for sure. Ah, you um, think he's commanding the scorpions? Okay. That's what it sounded like, yeah. I had to... Oh yeah, because it's concentrate, concentration. I'm wondering what all these buttons do. Here we go. <laughs> Melee attack. <laughs> Okay, you, sli you slash at the demon as he uh, walks into your, out of your melee distance. Oh, also I forgot that I'm dealing 1d4 damage to myself. That's going to be yeah, okay. dealing right. it to, yep. to Agbook now, okay. Um, yep. So this would be the attack to Agbook. Mm -hmm. So add 8 more damage to him and I'll be dealing 2 to myself. Uh, you did damage him. Damage is there. I see. No, the, the, fir oh, okay. the first wait, wait, one wait. was supposed to be against myself. Right. So That's for for that. conjuring the weapon of blood, and then the second one yep. was the actual attack. Okay. Did you put the, the the extra two on yourself, or do you want me to do that? I did put two on myself. Uh, he just needs okay. to have two less damage. Yeah, oh. reduced. Mm -hmm. Okay. And. So then uh, you watch as he basically walks uh, uh, across the back of the scorpion and ends up here. And that's all he can do. Uh, Fatma is... A douche. Where you cut her, you watch as some of the, the blood cauterizes and a bit of the wound starts to disappear in front of your face, Erica. Um, she looks at you, but she, her eyes kind of get a bit wider as the demon approaches and 
yeah, she's going to, she will attempt to attack the, the demon. No, she will. Yes. She, she grabs a, a, a stone that's at her belt and she throws it. Okay. She throws the stone here. I'll have her roll. Uh, throwing stuff is dexterity. Oh, you're kidding me. Shit. Okay, so she attempts to throw the stone, but it, it, it hits the carapace of... Can I just of, catch it uh, with my sword and drop it? Yeah, I mean, either which way. Basically, I was going to say, instead of going there, it falls right here. Uh, every creature within 10 feet needs to make a... Needs to make a DC 10 constitution saving throw, or they're deafened for a minute. So that's herself included. Constitution saving throw. She makes it. Oh, wow, he makes it. Oh, <laughs> oh, he makes it. Okay, I thought he was going to fa fail. The one that I figured that would absolutely make it. Uh, and you yourself also made it. Who else is in there? That's it, just the four of you. Far out. Well, that sucked. That was totally not what I hoped to have happen. Shit. So that's one action. <sighs> and then she claw attacks. She attacks the demon. She hits the demon. And uh, her as her vampire claws scrape across its skin, uh, they don't do as much damage as one might have thought. She will then... She's going to climb across the sarcophagus. So that's... Um, opportunity attack for you, Erica. Okay. You absolutely hit her. Roll your damage. Wow. It's a good bit of damage. Wow. Uh, and then she goes over to flank him. Ah, Dagobah, sorry. Uh, I didn't notice. So right now I have four dice because two are for the sword and two for the fire, right? Correct. Um, yeah, so because of that I didn't notice previous times that the hunter's mark damage didn't apply. Ah. Now it's expired, the hunter's mark, but on the previous attack I hit her uh, and there should have been hunter's mark damage. Okay, so just roll roll the extra die. Wait, it's one d six or two. Yep, go for it. 
it expired because of concentration or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's one. What about the next one? Nice. Okay, that's it. Okay. Sorry, carry on. Yep. So she's now flanking the demon, Thorn. And she's like, leave me, uh, human Erica. We need to focus on the demons. For the good of Perbastet. Thorn, you're up. Oh boy, what's this? <laughs> well, I can cast Hypnotic Pattern. Yep. And that'll get everyone. Yep. Except for those two priestesses. But it also hits Erica. Or I can just target so it misses Erica and doesn't get the scorpion behind her. So I might do that. Let's see how it goes, though. <laughs> um, all right, so he. Um, who are you? Who are you? Who's going to get hit? A scorpion, uh, Night Scorpion to Akpuk, Fatma, Ari, and Ranveg. Oh, you're going to hit Ari and Ranveg too? Of course, they're doing. They're not actually attacking. They're trying to push over the. Mm. So mm. it's no guarantee that it'll work, though. But um, instead, uh, he sort of um, draws his uh, sword for uh, his rapier for a moment and concent concentrates as the, the sword starts to glow. And then a, a, a weird sort of geometric pattern appears above um, these creatures uh, and brushes, uh, flashes bright for one brief moment. And we'll see if they actually are distracted by it. Okay. So, of course, Akbuk saves. Randveg succeeds. Ari oh, fails. It's like two people. Oh well. Wait, wait. Randveg fails, and oh, to Ar okay. Ari and, and Fatma fail. Okay. Um, okay, so we can remove Fairy Fire though. Because that's uh, the second concentration spell. Oh, I think it automatically disappeared. I don't. Is it still flashing? Oh, it's uh, still flashing. It's showing yeah, showing yeah. effects in the combat tracker, so I'll remove that. Okay. Yeah. Please. So yeah. So that the brightness. Um, it seems that uh, Fatma and uh, Rundig, uh sorry, Ari, uh, are distracted by this, but the others are too intent on their prize. Hmm. And uh, after that, Thorn sort of skits, uh, skitters along to the north. Okay. So it gets to there. And that'll be my turn down. Okay. This guy... will attempt to bite the... scorpion. Oh, look at that. Totally bites it. some good damage to that scorpion and then he tries again to attack it with his dagger again he hits again he does some damage it needs to do a constitution saving throw again oh this time it makes the constitution saving throw so it is no longer incapacitated okay 
and it stays put. Erica. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cackling. (laughs) Here is what I'm going to do. Um... Ah, uh, first a question. How tall is the sarcophagus? If I am on top of it, am I out of range for the scorpions? Uh, there's steps that rise two feet up, and then the, co- the sarcophagus is another uh, uh, about f- four feet. So, no, 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 it wouldn't be that. It would be right at your chest. So, yeah, it's about f- it, with the steps up, it's only about four, four feet, four and a half feet. In height, where the mm-hmm. lid the lid is. Okay, I'm gonna crouch down just a teensy tiny bit so that uh, hopefully I'm out of sight for Fatma because there is a demon between us, right? Well, you get there's a p- partial cover. Like if she's gonna shoot at you, she would be shooting through Akpuk. So. It'd be minus yeah, two. I just want her to to lose me, to lose a sight of me for even just a second. That would be and a I'm hide. Casting, that would, you would have to and do I'm a stealth casting check. Misty Step. She's currently distracted by um, yeah, she some is. sort of magical thing. Yeah. So be that as uh, you take that as as you will. She's you see geometric up. shapes appear above uh, a bunch of these people, and uh, some of them are looking. Well, give me give me an insight check. Um, okay, as long as like I I have plans for my action, so if yeah, something yeah. spends my action, tell me, okay? Yep, this is, this won't spend your action. Yeah, you totally noticed that a couple of them completely ignored the geometric patterns, but uh, Fatma and Ari seem to be still staring up above. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna cast Misty Step, mm-hmm. and I want to be. Um, I'll show you. Okay, roughly there. All right, cool. You Misty Step over there, and that's a bonus action. Mm-hmm. And uh, can I use? I can't use an action to cast a spell anymore, right? But uh, I can do a healing hands. Because it's not a spell, it's an yeah. ability. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Okay. How many hit points are you going to recover on yourself? I'm going to count, like almost everything I have so far. Yeah, so each each row is 10, so you've got 20, you've got 25 points you can recover. Does it apply if I click on it like this? Uh, no, uh, but what we'll do is because the the plus sign is what it is, but we'll just we'll just do do a bit of math here and we'll take care of it uh, directly. So uh, okay. You'll be back uh, up to eighteen. No, 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 no. Uh, I want to heal twenty. Okay, so you'd be at twenty-three then. Okay, so. Uh, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There we go. Thank That's you. 20. 
Okay. So you heal yourself as you step out of the mists. Okay. Anything else? Um, no, I'm just looking uh, if my plan worked right, that I'm, I'm behind Fatma's back and she doesn't know I'm there. Okay. And that's the end of my turn. Well, uh, can I can I glance very quickly as there scorpions behind? I mean, you you haven't seen any scorpions behind you yet. Okay, and there is a wall, but the floor is covered with sand, so theoretically they could appear anywhere, right? Uh, this bit of the f- floor is very little sand. It's just in the corners that were to the north, uh, the northwest and southwest, where there was a, a crap load of sand. But on this floor, okay. it's very sparse uh, um, where you are. I think I'm I'm done. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Ramveg is like, no, Ari, no. This is too important. Sisters or not, this can't be left. And so she comes up. Uh, well, she's not in melee. What can she do? She will. Hmm. So she's going to cast. Uh. As a bonus action, she casts Spiritual Weapon. What's it look like? It looks like this. That looks pretty cool. And it will uh, it will take its attack as part of the bonus action. the demon hits the demon does some damage and she will move back she'll move there and then she casts she casts sacred flame Damn it. Yes, magical resistance on demons. It's a pain. I should be paying attention to that. Far, I should have done the Ray of Frost. Damn it. All right. So this one is no longer incapacitated. And it will continue its journey this way. So it'll go... Well, um, he'll get take his opportunity to attack again. It's saving throw fails again, incapacitated again. And this one attacks one miss two. No, I should. He should be grappled now because he's in the claw. And that hit. Is a saving throw. He succeeds. Uh, this scorpion here is going to move forward. Do you take an opportunity attack, clicker? 
do not have another reaction. Okay. So it moves there and it, it focuses on Akpuk. And this one here, this guy will move up. So 5, 10. These guys will take their opportunity attacks. And it continues to move up beside the sarcophagus. Clicker, what are you going to do? She moves behind the demon and attacks it with flanking. Yep. Nice. Yes, a 26. And if you would have put yourself at level 7, you'd be getting 46 instead of 3d6. I am level 7. Not according to your character sheet. Or did you do it? I did. Oh, so well then you should be changing your sneak attack to 46. Hmm. Want me to do that? Uh, no, I got it. Okay. So just remove, remove that from remove, yourself. Yeah. And... Remove the effect. my remaining movement speed your cunning action i mean i do have like 20 movement or something left mm -hmm. can i use that if i if i use the disengage bonus or would i have to start uh, a new there, movement well, you're also encumbered aren't you so i don't know if you still have 20 or do you have 20 how much you got left I don't know if I am still encumbered because she doesn't have her backpack with her. Ah, yeah. okay, then you can remove the encumbered condition from yourself then. You know, she should no longer be encumbered. So, yeah, can I use the, uh, the move that was already this begun or do I need to start a new movement? No, no, you can, the, the, the move that already begun. Okay, so yeah, she uses the disengage to move back over here. Okay, around the fire. And that is it. Casts Sacred Flame. Uh, is that all we can do? Wait, ah shit. This is the one that was Spiritual Guardians. So Spiritual Guardians would have hit uh, number 22. So she walks up here, bringing her spiritual guardians with her. And she might walk a little bit over there because she wants to make sure that they're both getting hit. And then she will uh, her Flame. Far out. Noticing her sister's failure, she moves right up. 
crossing the back of the Titan and she will attack with her scimitar. Ari is incapacitated, so she still sits there, the geometric shapes having caught her attention. Can do nothing. So her turn passes. As it should be. Devon. She will uh, cast command. No, she would. She's pretty smart. She's a smart gal. She does. She commands command, and she says, "Halt!" Against Akpuk. Magical resistance is awesome. Is. And so she will also do. She will begin to morph. She will take on her, uh, her hybrid form. So she starts growling as she starts shifting and becomes a partial lioness. Akpuk does a couple of things. First thing he does is he casts Dispel Magic. against the brazier okay and the light on that one brazier goes out and then he then uh, pushes against the lid of the sarcophagus fuck <laughs> oh wait 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 the scorpions are there he needs to command them. So he would say in Infernal, he commands them in Infernal to help him uh, open the the open the sarcophagus. Fatma is incapacitated. She stays there, still kind of staring at a geometric pattern in the in the sky above her. How long does that incapacitate? Oh, it lasts an entire minute. Yeah. Far out. Right. Unless, she... unless they take damage. They take uh, damage. It's unless stopped. they take damage. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thorn. I will be taking pot shots at Akpuk. Because I don't want the demon to be doing anything that's going to be to his advantage. So I'll take a shot. Oh, nice. Okay. Get I'll it, add baby. a blade flourish to that as well. Yep. So unfortunately, um, it's still only half damage because I don't have a magical weapon, which is very frustrating. But it is what it is. So it's like five damage. Yeah. <laughs> Get a crit and only do five damage. Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are really shitty rolls too. One, three, three, and one. Yeah. No. Okay. On D8s, um, mind you. Yeah. So I, I hit a, a a point and then I step I keep stepping around to try and avoid him as much as possible. Okay. So I step to there. Okay. And that's my turn done. Let me just do something because I used my defensive flourish. 
Okay, good. I'm done. Okay. He continues to attack. Even though he's grappled, he will continue to attack. Not bothering to try to break free. Because if he can incapacitate him. Nope. Erica. Fatma stands before you, still kind of staring at in the air above, not having moved. <laughs> Should have killed me when you had the chance. I'm gonna step and slash at her. Are you gonna divine smite her? Um, do I know? So divine smite gives bonus radiant damage, and I know for sure that vampires. Uh, suffer from it greatly. Would I know if it has the same effect on demons? Being the level that you are, being what you were, and that you were um, focused on dealing with undead, give me a... Uh, give me an arcana check and tie it to your wisdom. I'm going to say you need a DC 17. Yeah, no. I, nope. I mean... I would say that Divine Smite reads that it does extra damage to fiends. Yeah, but... That's that's part of the information. In, but anyway, yeah. Oh yeah, starting at second level when you hit a creature, blah, 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 blah. And I would assume she knows her abilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. So undead or a fiend. So you would know. You would know. Yes, you would know. But she... She looks beat up. Mm. Yeah, fuck it, I'll smite. Okay. You're just using a first level spell slot? Yeah. Okay. So I should first get hit. advantage because I'm flanking with demon, no? It, that's not your friend. It's with allies. Any move my enemy okay. type thing that you're thinking of? No. That's pushing it too far. Uh, so, yeah, okay, but you, you hit her. I mean, she's... Anyway, all right, all right, all right. She's incapacitated in, in Fantasy Grounds. If you were allowed to get advantage from being incapacitated when you hit her, it would have taken advantage of that. So you hit Fatma. Isn't it going to automatically do a constitution or um, a concentration uh, I'll probably check? remove it. When, when she rolls damage, I'll remove it. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't think I need to. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she falls unconscious. Uh, falls at your feet. So that's one attack. So she is now unconscious at your feet. Okay. I'm going to finish her. Okay. How are you going to finish her? Let me roll damage. Do I need to roll damage if she's unconscious or does she just take um, 
minus two. It'll be, a, uh, so you've already got advantage because she's unconscious, so that, that already took care of it. So it's it's considered a critical, which means two death saves type thing. So how are you finishing her off? Because you have been against undead, you would know that um, for vampires, a stake to the heart is something you'd need, or um, what is it with them as well? I don't know if they say removing the head in D&D 5e. Yeah, it just says stake to the heart. I'm not sure I have a stake at hand. Is there any wood here? <laughs> is a sarcophagus wood? No. Just a second. Yep, um, so I am happy to say uh, you, f because she is a major NPC, uh, she's failed to death saves. So with your second attack, you've nearly killed her. Okay. Yeah, so what I did is just sneak on her, sneak up on her. Stab her through her back, and when she falls, I stab her again in her chest, and pull a sword to the side a little bit to open up the the rib cage. Well, you can. I mean, you've you've hit her once. Uh, you could use some hero points to take another action. No. So if you hit her again, if you hit her again, that's another automatic uh, two more failed death saves. And that, that would be effectively, she's dead, dead. She's not coming back. I think I'm doing good progress here. Okay. And I would like to survive. Okay. So she's, she's on a death door. Yep. I'm not engaged with anybody conscious. Yep. So I'm just gonna use my the rest of my movement to back up a bit. Okay. And as you do that, you hear from the northwest side of the chamber uh, a, a male scream. Uh, you just hear a male scream. Yeah. As, oh, that's her minion. As, okay, uh, sorry. Erica I'm starts moving. <laughs> moving uh, you hear clicker behind you. Wait, Erica. And she, uh, she's sorry, if she's I... fumbling around her her belt, obviously, uh, looking for something to give. Yeah, I was gonna say if I hear uh, a guy, her minion that I remember uh, from uh, the north, that I will go a bit other direction, a bit uh, south. Yeah. But you also hear Clicker crying out at the same time, saying, "Wait, Erica." What do then you do? can I go to Clicker? Uh, you were going to move away, so the, you, you, I'd say you took five, five foot, you took a step in that direction, and then you heard the two sounds, so at that point, what are you going to do? Go to Clicker. Alright, so you go to Clicker. Okay, thank you, that's my turn. Okay. Ranveg, as a bonus action, will attack again with her spiritual weapon is unable to connect with that and standing there she will then uh, 
attack. Not as much damage as she hopes, but still doing something. And what's the distance on that? 60. So as the same as Thorn, she will follow past Thorn, or follow after Thorn. We need to kill this thing. Don't forget to apply the effect of Ray of Frost. Yeah. Uh, it's minus 10 to movement speed, right? Add. Speed. Minus 10. Ray of Frost. Ah, shoot. That should have been 2d8. Oh, it did roll 2d8. Yeah, it did. Okay. And that's her turn. Alright, back to this guy. Doesn't Ooh. she have spiritual weapon as well? She did. I, that was the first thing as a bonus action. She, missed. Oh, okay. she swung and missed. She missed, right. Yeah, sadly. Uh, okay, this guy who's got him grappled. Yeah, just going to keep... He's in the claw. It's going to keep attacking. Uh, no, it had meant to go away. It's been commanded to go. It's been commanded to open the sarcophagus. Yeah, to go over and then help open the sarcophagus. So it will attempt to go again and it'll get the opportunity attack again. Uh, good question. Can it get opportunity attack while it's grappled? Yeah, why not? I had made an opportunity attack when I was grappled by the scorpion. Uh, it fails. It fails to hit. So it will drop the undead factotum so he's no longer grappled. And this one too. Alright, clicker, you're up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. These guys are both inside the spirit guardians, so they both have to wisdom save. Success. Shit. That's still half damage. And save. Also success. Okay. Clicker, Clicker. grabs her the black file that uh, Erica mm -hmm. does not know what is inside, I think. Um, hands it to Erica and says, Drink this! And uh, runs towards Akpuk. To... So you can... Sorry? Are you going to drink it, Erica? Because I'm just going to uh, have Clicker drop it on you. Yep. So you can just drop that on top of her Clicker, the, the plus on top of her. There's the plus, the plus icon. Yeah. There you go. You're feeling considerably better than you were moments ago when you were at death's door. Thank you, babe. She moves up to yet again slash him. Yep. Um, is Ari of any help to give her advantage? Because Ari was incapacitated as well, right? She's incapacitated. She's of no help. Okay. Does Akpuk 
care? Because he's pushing the sarcophagus, right? Does that give advantage? Or at least attack of opportunity? Uh, sorry. Sneak attack? His attention is elsewhere. He wants to do that. So advantage or just sneak attack? No, um, you wouldn't have advantage because okay. I mean, there's there's nothing in that scenario unless you have some special reason to give you advantage. But with Ari incapacitated and because Thorn was responsible, okay. so she can't help you with advantage. So no advantage and no sneak. No sneak without without the advantage. damage and then disengage back to Erica your turn will come not and we'll move up a little bit closer oh not quite to get and she will tell her companion spirit guardian time and we'll attack with her scimitar Spirit Guardians as well. So two sets of Spirit Guardians, and she's already there, so that's all she can do. Ari Kalini remains incapacitated. No saving throw. Devon, in her hybrid form now, will rush up. Yeah, she can get there easily. She's got a climbing speed now. And she will attack with her claws. Alright, Akpuk with the help of two of the scorpions will once more try to push the lid off. There we go. He manages to push open the lid of the sarcophagus. And as he pushes open the lid of the sarcophagus, there is the sound of a boom. Not quite like that, but that's the quickest one I had at hand. So a, a boom sounds as the lid comes loose. Nothing else happens at the moment and pushes that open and then he will, he does dispel, he does dispel again, takes out that light. And at this point, uh, as that second large light source disappears, actually it's not so bad because if I remember right, Eric has got a ridiculous sword. The, the two, uh, Priestesses are, are, they complain that it's difficult to see now. Fatma. Okay. All right. Thorn. 
Okay. Um, seeing the light go out, um, Thorn decides that he needs to light up the area a little bit with the creatures, and he's going to cast um, Fairy Fire again. So there. So I'm assuming that gets the three scorpions, Akpuk, and the two Basset priestesses. Is that correct? There, I found it. <laughs> I found the sound effect. There that sounds go. pretty cool. <laughs> uh, sorry, you were casting Fairy Fire on whom? Basically there. So that should get oh, you're three scorpions, Akpuk. Okay. And the two warriors, correct? Yep. And Devon. Oh, and Devon. Okay, cool. Because uh, I can't see them. Oh, do you need to see in order to. Target? No, no, it's, it's an area effect thing. Right, okay. I'll just add them to my um, spell thing, though. Yep. Uh, how many did they all save? That would be so annoying. One scorpion failed. One of the warrior priestesses failed. Well, just just drop your the effect. Only yeah, two, only just two. one. Oh man, one scorpion and I know, one of the seven targets, and only two of them stick. That's really shit. That sucks. Ugh. All right, that's my turn done. All right, he is going to be dashing gets there. Erica. Okay. What is my nearest problem? Or rather who? Oh, the, the vampire guy is here. I'm, I'm gonna go greet him. <laughs> He's even within my walking range. There you go. Hello. You smash into him with the furnace. You do a significant bit of damage. The first he's received in a, since this battle began. Began. How you doing? <laughs> Not good. Leave off. Others need. You bitch! It's gonna get worse. <laughs> oh, you did some serious damage to him. He is bloodied at the moment. I'm done for now. Okay. Ramveg is... Erika! Wrong focus! <laughs> Stop them from what they're doing! And she will, uh, once more, bonus action with her spiritual weapon to attack Akpuk. That's a hit. And she will then ray of frost again. Too bad. I don't think the speed stack. I don't think anything stacks. Not sure. No, two two effects from the same source don't stack. Yeah. So two ray of frosts don't stack. All right. So she does that. She stays up beside you, Thorn. There. And she's like, "What did you do with Ari?" Well, she's down no longer um, incapacitated, actually. Oh, because you put the fairy fire. I did. Right. Okay. Uh, 
now that it's been opened, uh, it will turn to deal with the nearest, which is Devon. And attacks Devon. Hits, and she's grappled. And it then tries to sting her, misses, and it tries again with its claw. Clicker. Very good. Yeah, so Clicker was back here, because as I said, uh, yeah. the end of the turn, she yeah, ran yeah, back. That's right. Um, yeah. But she's now moving back up, and uh, Ari is no longer incapacitated, right? So this time it would be... Ari is no longer incapacitated. Okay. Uh, Holy shit, look at that. This could be extremely dangerous. It better be. 40 damage, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Akpuk uh, instantly turns his head to look at you. Clicker just pulls her head be between her shoulders and immediately disengages again. Enough fun. I've had enough of you, Hujin. Okay. Um, I need to check to see on that poison. Can she recover from that? I blinded for Ui. Okay. She cries out, Devon, Devon, I can't see, I can't see. And I can't move. Ah, well, no, she couldn't cry that out. She's paralyzed. She just sits inside the scorpion's claws. Wow, that sucks. That really sucks. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. What did I just read there? Okay, so she can make a saving throw here, which is DC 12 constitution to recover at least from the paralysis. Oh, cool. So she recovers from the paralysis. And recovering from the paralysis, she's like, I can't see. I hurt so much. I need to get out of here. Um, she will disengage. Now she's blind. How can she disengage? She's blind. She needs help. So she'll be, sister, you need to help me get out of here. Yep. Yep. So this one then... Oh, sorry. These guys needed to make their spiritual guardian shit too. Keep forgetting that. You succeeded. Damn scorpions with high wisdoms. I mean, they're not. It's a negative one. They just keep rolling high. Yeah, true. <laughs> Okay, uh, so the spirit, that was the Spirit's Guardians from her. She's, her sister is really wounded. She is grappled. She has to break free of the grapple. So that would be acrobatics. Oh, that is just pathetic. Yeah, no, she's unable to break free the grapple. So that's her action. 
she gets at least that's all she can do bonus action bonus action uh, yeah she's gonna cast spiritual weapon then as a bonus action so it looks like it shows up here and misses far out okay Devon Devon is going to disengage and she'll get there so that's her action and as a bonus action she'll put shield of faith around the blind one Ari is now awake looks around uh, shouts in fear and will Ranveig that's it it's open we did it and look about her and she is going to take off running she gets over here to the other side of the titan and she's like holy shit it's really dark in here I can't see damn thing I need a torch Ranveig come hold my hand and she just moves five feet north because she can't see anything in the shadow of the Titan. All right. Akpuk. He will. He's upset. He, especially a clicker. So he will throw Fatma out of the way, basically kick her out of the way. So she's in the way okay she's history as he throws her 10 feet away and then he goes 5 10 to don't you do you, it clicker uh. and attacks you with one of his stingers Misses and attempts one more. There we go. So you take a bit of damage. Now let me see here. Uh, you need to make a DC 15 constitution saving throw. Mm. Ooh. So you are also poisoned. So you can feel as his stinger slashes across you, you can feel necrotic poison enter into your bloodstream and you it causes you to, to choke out a cough uh, almost immediately as it burns your blood and it, he smiles. <laughs> you are mine, Hojin. That's all he can do. Thorn. Okay. Um... I scream out to Akpuk, stay away from Clicker! But in his accent. <laughs> you hit him. I'll fire again. Ouch. Sorry? Missed. Yeah, second one misses. 
I don't know how many hit points he has, but I don't think my chipping away is going to do too much. He's uh, bloodied, for sure, and he's he's not in a in a whole good bit of shape until the start of your next turn. So that that speed against him is now gone. He looks at at, at what Akpok did. Uh, you're in his way, and you did hit him. As did the other creature. He will go against you. Erica. So he attempts to bite you. Oh, but he's unable to do it. She's dead. Save yourself or die with her. No. No. She can't be. So he slashes at you with his dagger. Uh, you need to make a constitution saving throw. You need to beat a DC 14. <laughs> Great. <laughs> there you go. Good job. And he will move. You will provoke an opportunity attack. I'm 17. Who attempts to sting him? Uh, yep. It's valid. Uh, but misses and goes here Erica oh lovely am I engaged with the scorpion mm, yep you're in melee distance between the scorpion and the vampire okay But if I take a disengage action, I will disengage from both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to be in this position, so I'm going to use my action to disengage, mm -hmm. and I'm going to run towards Clicker. Okay. Yeah. And I will use my bonus action to do a thing. A thing? Clicker has to jump into the brazier. Actually, no, I'm not gonna do a thing. I'll just be there with my sword. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Okay. So many windows open. Okay, Aramveg bonus action moves this closer. And we'll continue with her spiritual weapon. I'm gonna get him, Thorn. You watch this. That creature does not, cannot survive this. By the might of Zariel. Hits it. And she will cast Magic Missile at third level. So getting five, five, five D four plus five. I believe that's what it would be. So five. Nineteen damage. And as the five missiles blast into the back of Akpuk the Skinner, he falls over unconscious. And she winks at you, Thorn. You see that? I did it. All me. 
Fucking the scorpion starts chittering. <laughs> hey? Fucking kill steal. <laughs> this chitter starts chittering noisily and will scramble up on top to go after uh, Devon. Hits. And she loses the bless. The bless concentration fails and she's now grappled. It's again. Oh, these scorpions are nasty. This one turns to the left, turns to the right, turns to the left, and goes after the closest. Grappled again. I wonder how many times I just forget to deal with the grappled because there's just too many bloody NPCs. I'm thinking I, I, I royally messed up on how this battle should have went. Oh, he failed. Oh, shit. These scorpions are rolling high tonight. He fought, he did by, what was it again? DC 12, so 11. So he gets, he is blinded. Okay. Yeah. This one stays put and continues to go after the one right beside it. still has in its claws, which is that one. Oh, it's dead. Okay. So that guy's dead. That minion's dead. You feel the poison inside your veins as it deepens inside you, Clicker. Yeah. Uh, Clicker, it's your turn. And as you're you're sitting there, you do hear uh, Ramveg shouts, "It's body! It's body!" Is the only word she can shout. What are you gonna do? Clicker climbs on top of the demon, um, and. I don't know, holds on to some spike or some horn, whatever there is, along its head to pull it up and has the the dagger raised in the other hand and then looks up to, to Ranveig for conf uh, confirmation. She, she nods, uh, but before you do that, you need to make a constitution saving throw. 
It, it already happened. Or is this for something else? To see if you can get rid of the ongoing poison. DC 15 con, con save. Okay. Oh, constitution, not concentration. Okay. Con, con save, yeah. That's right. I would like to uh, use a hero point. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay, so what is that? This, that turns into a 17. 17, Okay, yes. cool. All right. Uh, so the ongoing damage, the poisoned condition remains, but the ongoing damage stops. And poisoned is disadvantage on everything? Uh, let me see here. Appendix. They get skill, skill, skill checks, checks and on attack rolls and, and ability checks. Uh, attack rolls. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's on. It's on the background picture. Yeah. The background of fantasy grounds. Yeah, I got it written there. Gotcha. Yeah, that part is covered by the map. Sorry. Uh, so Ranvik just confirmed that this was this was the thing to do, right? She nodded yes. or something. Okay. She nodded. Yeah. Yep. So Clicker is um, starting to chitter and click away in furious rage as she starts stabbing this and puncturing the skull repeatedly. Okay. So roll your attack. Disadvantage will be applied automatically. Is it at advantage yeah, at the same time? With with the unconscious, so they'll cancel each other out. Okay, so I apply advantage because it will apply disadvantage automatically. It's automatic. Yeah, it should be. Okay, so you hit the unconscious form. It's considered a critical hit. It, so two failed death saves. And she uses two hero points to do it again. Oops. That's not what oh, I meant to Oh, you're going to burn two hero points, okay. Yes. Uh, how does this work? Okay, so there you, we go. You just mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, you only got two left. Wow. Oh my god. Oh no! <laughs> oh. oh man, so excited. So excited to do it. It's, so it's unconscious, right? Yeah. Shouldn't you be rolling with advantage? He, he is rolling with advantage, yeah. but he's got disadvantage because he's poisoned. Ah, uh, of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you come in with that second one. And what what ha what does that failed second attempt look like? She's, she's so furious and uncoordinated that she's just sometimes not stabbing it right in, in the head and uh, glances off the chitin. Um And in even more anger, she's now just taking both her hands um, to hold the horns or, or uh, spikes that she can hold on to to pull the head up and expose its neck to uh, Erika. Okay, cool. All right, this one. Did I forget to do the Spiritual Guardians again? I think I did, because it's her turn. And I keep forgetting until it's her turn. So I will do it again. Now for three. First. 
all the time. Finally. Finally. Triple eight. Not quite. Finally, some good ones. Okay, so she is going to disengage and says to to um, no, she'll she'll say to Devon, "Should we go? We've already lost our sister." And continue to attack. Ah, uh, no, she will. I'm not rolling that. She is going to hold her attack to wait to see what Devon wants to do. Or hold her disengage for that matter. Hold her action. Uh, RE is... Ramvig, I need light! I need light! And she is going to hold her movement, hold her action, until Ramvig turn. Devon will. What is she going to do? Let me think. She's the numbers are not in our favor. We need to go. So she is going to disengage and start getting her ass out of there. And her other one will then disengage five. What, what is it with death saves? If it's 10 or higher, it's a, a success. Correct. Okay. Your turn, Thorn. Okay. With Akapok down, I'm going to try and shoot the scorpion. You smash into it. With your de- your, de- your decreasing number of arrows. <laughs> oh, there we go! Yay, and it won't actually do half damage this time, so I'll add a Blade Flourish. Nice. You killed one. Hooray! And, um... As it falls, it doesn't just fall over and collapse into a chitinous mess. It, as you hit it and, and it takes its death blow, it starts breaking apart uh, into dust and it just settles on the ground. And then you don't even see uh, after it that there's anything left. No corpse remains. Mm. And I look at Ronvik and go, Well, Ronvik, what are we going after next? She's like, Kill the demon! Kill the demon! Uh, the demon's yeah. down, isn't it? What? <laughs> the demon is down. That is true. Uh, he's blinded. Click is, and, and Click has got... Um, Got it, so I'll let her deal with it. Uh, he's blinded, but he's still going to try to bite. He does manage to bite. He does a good bit, and then uh, also tries to... Can, he can still do this too, so it'll be a disadvantage, but he'll try. Ooh, 20 and a 13, or 17. Hits again. Does some more damage. Has to do its con save. 
It fails, so it's incapacitated, so the grapple breaks. And he falls to the ground at his knees, unable to see. Erica, you stand beside Clicker as Clicker lifts up the demons by its chitinous head. Actually, I would like to go charge a vampire again. Yeah, I'm gonna help Clicker and finish the demon up. Okay. I'll just stab at it. Okay. And with that, as you hit it uh, again, uh, with what is that? What does the cut look like? What is what exactly do you do with this blow with your with the furnace? Uh, the clicker is holding its head, exposing its neck. Yep. Attempt to take the head clean off. Okay. And as you do do that, it's exactly what happens. And as you get your sword in there and you manage to slice through the tendons, the head drops. And as it drops, it just turns into dust. And as it turns into dust, the other three um, scorpions also turn into dust. And Ranveig is like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, so that was your, uh, your one attack. Can I do my movement and then take a second attack? Yes. <laughs> uh, charge the vampire. Okay. Cackling away. Who's on his knees on the ground. Uh, you know, his eyes are white. But his face turns towards you as you, your boots come clomping towards him. Quick question. The priests have left and they took the one who fell with them, right? Or do I know that? No, they, the, the other priestess is still on the, on the ass of the titan. They did not take the one that had fallen. Yeah, I'm gonna smite. Okay. Oh my god, look at that. I think he's dead. Let's see, let's see. Well, what level of smite did you use? He is not looking good. He, as he's laying there, and what does this this blow look like? He's still got. He's got like, well, if you had to put it, like he's got like one bit of life left into him. <laughs> what does this blow look like as you come after having removed the head of the demon? I think I, so I'm charging at him and I started swinging just a little bit too early. So the sword goes and slashes through his chest diagonally, but it doesn't go deep enough. Just one millimeter. One millimeter from so his he's heart. he's standing there with an open gash in his chest that is just open, not even bleeding because it's cauterized because of the flames. And I imagine he's waving side to side a little bit. Yep. Okay. He is definitely on that. He is on his last legs. But you do know that he regenerates. That's it. That's my turn. Okay. Ramveg casts light on onto Ari. And so she's like 
Okay. You, should, you can see now, Ari. What's next? Clicker, you watch as Erica had moves off to uh, do that. You still feel weak at the knees. Hmm. Okay, and the demon is, is beheaded. He's gone. So, Clicker is going to move over to the sarcophagus. Peek inside. Okay. You walk up to the sarcophagus, and as you walk up to the sarcophagus uh, and peek inside with the lid pushed over and smashed on the ground, uh, we'll say it's over here with the way that Akpuk was pushing. It's black. You can't see anything. You can't. You can't see the sides of it. The green lights, the the flames of the green candles that are on the corners continue to flicker, but they don't pierce that darkness. It is like there is just a, uh, like almost like a liquid, watery black that sits on the surface of that sarcophagus. Okay. Sure. So she moves around here. Oops. Um... How do I cancel the last move? Oh, there you go. Boom. And is ready to defend this sarcophagus against anybody who wants to come close. Yes, the Vanta Black Fountain. So she readies in action as soon as anybody who is uh, not Erica or Thorin comes close, she will attack them. Okay. Ari, with the light on, uh, squishes past the broken brazier. 5, 10, 15, 20, and is moving very quickly. 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. And she's like, Ranveig, move! And then uh, as she gets near the door, she then shouts, Okay, we're done. Where's the spark? Put it in there. Thorn. Uh, I guess I'm attacking the undead Factorum and ignoring them. Okay. Why am I rolling with advantage? Uh, good reason. Good re Good question. Good question. Why is it? He's blinded. Blinded shouldn't give you an advantage. I don't think. Oh, yes. Yes, it does. Does it? Yeah. Oh, have advantage. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And oh, I just kill, kill stealed from, <laughs> from Erica. You did. With your, your arrow uh, flies unerringly towards it Who the, as he's wavering and teetering. You hadn't intended for it, but uh, he teeters at that last moment and your arrow pierces the back of his head, coming right through uh, his eye, and he falls forward at your feet, Erica, and moves no longer. Not sure. And with that, I will remove initiative. So is Ari leaving? She stands at the door. 
and she's shouted, she's asked, where's the spark? Where's the spark? And so Ramveg, I'm going to remove lock tokens. So Ramveg will move over towards her. She's like, it's a good thing we killed that demon first, Ari. That thing could not have been allowed. You know better than that. And Ari's just very focused. Where is the spark? Put it in there. We don't have much time. As I said before, the uh, spark's in a uh, in a safe location. I cannot access it. Wait. You can't access it? No. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but as soon as the last enemy hits the floor, I'm going to be lying it to where the priestess fell and see if I can... Uh, find her body and I will try to lay on hands to see if I can revive her. Okay, uh, the the priestess body is right here on, on the ass, right there. <laughs> right on the ass. Yep. So you go over there, uh, give me a medicine check. Medicine check tied to intelligence. Uh, or wisdom, doesn't matter, either or. Whichever one you want to choose. Yeah, I mean, you look, and you're about to put your hands on her, and you are you look at it, and you're like, no, it's too late. She's gone. She was too, 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 uh, too, uh, too far gone. Unless you've got something like, um, revivify. Yeah. So you walk up there, uh, Clicker stays right near there. Uh, as you guys continue to talk, uh, Ari's looking and she goes, what do you mean that you are not able to access it? It's with you, isn't it? We had it a moment ago. I never said it was. Are you doing anything, Clicker? Nope. Okay. So she looks uh, to Ranveig, and she says, she doesn't say anything. She turns around, and she reaches, uh, so she's no longer facing you guys, and she is standing beside the the golden door that's open, and she reaches into her tunic and pulls free uh, uh, the object that's on her necklace, uh, which you guys recall was a key. And she sticks it into the open door, the the door itself that's that's open like this. Oops, like it's open this way. And as she sticks it into the door, uh, where you guys are standing, you wouldn't be able to see. But she looks back at Ramveg. There's no time then. And she steps through. And Ranveig looks at the, th- the three of you. Doesn't say anything. And she also... St- no, she says... Um, she says to Clicker. Sister. Sister of Zariel. Good luck in your adventures. Do her proud. And she follows after Ari and steps through. What do you guys do? I mean, I look around the others and go, um, are we going to 
leave this place? Flicker just looks at him from very deadpan eyes. I mean, as it usually is. <laughs> um, but after a couple of seconds, out of nowhere, she just buckles over and uh, vomits on the floor. And as you vomit on the floor beside you, one of the green candles suddenly goes out. Clicker looks a little bit injured, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll, I'll walk up and, and heal her. And, and probably heal Erica as well. Okay. Clicker, here. I'll take this. You, It may help. And then I go over to Erica and heal her. I have I have some healing for you as well. A clicker didn't notice the candle going out, so she's again looking around the room. Can I look at the Fatma's corpse? Is there anything valuable immediately obvious? Okay. The only light is coming from Erica's sword, so that's the only light you can see by clicker. Thorn can see with dark vision. Uh, I've cast light as well. Oh, you cast light. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. So, Fatma's body. So you go over and give me. You're going to investigate her body. Yep. Okay. Give me your investigation check. Um, Not bad, actually. There, you. So she's wearing um, a very nice-looking abaya, uh, and you notice that the abaya is no longer the same color as it had been moments ago when Fatma was still alive. Uh, you notice that uh, at her belt, there are uh, a few more stones uh, from like the ones that she, like the ones she had thrown and totally failed. It did not work. I'm gonna put these. Oh, what is this? The arrows. Oh, this is from Just Pazuzu. Longbow. Masterwork longsword. That was off of Cal's body. Did you take that back, Clicker? Which one? The Pallid Corp, ma Corp Masterwork longsword. Take it back? Yeah, from Cal's body. You mean the moon thing? No. Well, he had two swords. He had the moon... Uh, That's the only one she, and, she took. Okay, because there was the second one, the masterwork longs. Okay, so no, you, that's right. It wasn't on his corpse because. Right. Uh, or did you guys push it off with his corpse? No, that was that was the only thing that was on his corpse. I'm pretty sure you mentioned that. Because when he fell, uh, his sword, the sword that he had, um, his hex blade appeared above him and then fell beside him, and that was that masterwork longsword. 
so then that would be still on the the Titanic then okay uh, so I'll put these three stones inside the party sheet um, so the 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 clothing she wears looks it, it has a like I said it, it looks different than what it had been before and she has she wears a ring that looks like like this is on one of her fingers. Yeah, so I'm grabbing the stone and the ring if I can take it off a finger. Yeah, you, and, can, um, you can take the ring off her finger. Did, did she have any weapons? No. Just her, her claws, her fingers. And you notice yeah, that her, her body as it's laying there is uh, desiccating uh, by every minute. Another of the... Uh, so although Clicker doesn't notice this, Thorn would have noticed this with his passive perception. Uh, Erica wouldn't. That another of the candles goes out. Hey, uh... I just noticed that that's the uh, second candle that's uh, winked out here. Um, should we stay while these candles go out? Maybe uh, something will go bad when it does. Hey, where's the spark? This the spark is in a place that is safe from anyone. What does that mean? It means that no, nothing good or bad can use it. Forever? Forever. She nods. Let's get out of here. And follows. Are you sure you want to leave? Mm -hmm. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you walk out through the the uh, door. Uh, do you keep the? Do you leave the doors open as you leave? I was the first yep. one out, so I think I'm going to be the last one out, and I will. Hmm, I'm a bit curious. So when you went over there, Thorn when you were down here you would have noticed that there is a a trap door in the roof in the ceiling above you there oh to get out yeah and the door you would have noticed that there's a door over here that's closed can I open it you can try to open it well, I was trying to, but it wouldn't let me. You put your hand on it, and it's locked. So what are you doing? Are you are you closing those doors then, Erica? Is that what you're saying? Or just leaving them? You watch as Thorn runs from one side of the hallway to the north side to the south side. And Clicker, you're just like, you know, thank God Erica arrived with a flaming sword because every time Thorn went off, it would be dark until Erica showed up with her sword. Mm, I'm so 
damn curious. I'm gonna lock the door. Well, I'm gonna almost close the doors and leave a teensy tiny um, gap. Okay, give me that a... Looks give me your strength athletics check. You're needing to beat a DC 16 to close these doors. While that's happening, I go up to Clicker and go, Hey, Clicker, I've got a uh, locked door up uh, to the uh, north here. Do you want to help me to see if we can open it? Wait, guys, wait. These doors are not easy to close. Let's let's close them together. I have a bad feeling about this. Okay. Um, I believe in you, Erica, and I'll give you bardic inspiration to have another go. Is one? Are, are you helping as well to give her advantage, or? I mean, yeah, I'll do that as well if needed. All right. Clicker just stands there and looks back. So you can roll your athletics check at advantage and add a 1d8. If you need to. Oh, yeah. I uh, don't need to. Don't need to. Uh, so no, no, no. It it rolled to 2d20, not an advantage. Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> oh, 14, yeah, yeah, 14, 14 plus 3 is 7. 17. So that beats 16. So with, with Thorne's help, you managed to push close the door. And as you're pushing close the door, Thorne, you notice that another the green candles winks out. Uh, and you were, what did you say you were doing, Clicker? Can he even notice that past the giant's body? Isn't his ass uh, There would just be a little bit of the glow that would come up. The, the, the sphere of light of those candles was, uh, it would cast 10 feet of dim, dim light. So he would have seen the flickering of the green just above the, the corpse. Mm. Or the, the Titan's body. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's just cocking her head, curiously. Frozen in place. Staying put. So, <clears throat> were you leaving the door open a crack, you said, um, Erica? No, that was my intention, but now, since the door is heavy, and even if I leave a tiny crack, I may not be able to close it quickly. So I'm not taking the risk. Okay. I'm gonna swear a lot about it because I'm very curious. But then, yeah, already almost died today. And you. It was enough. And you remember as well, Clicker, that uh, at those doors, there was these. I showed you this before. That's the keyholes that were at the doors that you attempted to pick and you were unable to. So you're standing there, the doors are closed. Do you do anything else? I'm trying to encourage Clicker to come to the north to see if she can unlock the door above us. Yep, she does. Okay. So you guys will be able to, uh, without much difficulty, with the skills that you have, be able to exit um, 
the tomb and you would find your way your pathway to open the doors and you would find that as you're going through and walking through you would you would see that a lot of the the traps that have been there have been uh um not tripped but disabled as you're walking along so you would eventually be able to get and i'm going to show you the map of the floor above give me a second images no no i have this here where is this upper level here we go and i will share this map with you guys i suspect it's all black for you isn't it when i share that map i'm sure i've seen this map before and the one that we're is it all on. black no no i've it's not plaque but I'm sure you use this these maps for a one shot or something probably right uh, but you would be able to find your way uh, coming up you would eventually come up the um, from these the stairwell here you would come through the doors are all open you would notice that the the tents are there but uh, Devon and her remaining priestess are not about and you'd be able to come and basically be able to exit the pyramid. And you would see that when you got to the entrance of the pyramid down here, that um, the front of the pyramid has like the yellow police lines that, you know, uh, stop, uh, stop it. And it says on there, you can see that it says uh, closed by order of of the minister of uh, archaeology from Prevestet. But ultimately, at this point, you have successfully taken care of the spark. You've managed to deal with, uh, and what the repercussions of, we, we won't know. Maybe there will be. But at the moment, you guys stand at the front of this pyramid in the risen city that has risen out of the sand of Anuasir, which is... Um, I forget. I can't remember exactly how far it off. It's not that far uh, from Perbastet, but you are not far from Perbastet. And there would be activity as you get to the entrance here that you could see. So you could plan out what you're going to do from there. But long story short, it's 11 p.m. You guys have dealt. You've done something with the spark. And from there, you can decide on where that where that might go but that that pretty much wraps things up what happened after that um i will say that you would learn that devon from the you would have learned that she well you'd learned from the people that you're there that she was the representative from the high priestess nefrini and you would have learned that she's the one that hired jessica and jessica was the one that hired bashir And with the death of Fatma, uh, who was the life mate for Ahit, you would have incurred uh, a lot of disfavor, Erica, with the pallet court. Like they oh, were no. friendly to me before. <laughs> That's a tragedy. It is. I mean, it's almost like they had it coming. <laughs> having her trapped for 100, 
the thing is, I, I knew if I just disappeared, they could have maybe forgotten about me, they could have not cared. But to catch one of them outside of Perbastet, isolated, it was a, an opportunity and I, I was willing to risk my life to not miss this opportunity. And now, yeah, I know, like, all, all eyes on me. But one by one, I'm gonna take them down. You would also have learned, Clicker, that Ari Kalini was a ranking member in the Crimson Paw, which is which is the guild that uh, that Ekis belonged to. Um, but she'd been missing for quite a few years. But you would, if you return to Perbestet, you would know that she's now back in Perbestet. Ramveg would no longer be with her. And that's where we're going to end it. Well, there not, you go. Thank not, you very not much. On, not on a bang, but on a whimper. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of threads, but, you know, it's just a lot to deal with. And, and uh, every two weeks is probably not the greatest. Yeah. People forget what, what would happen if we kept the doors open, by the way? Uh, if you would have look at the end of the day, something there was something inside there, and whatever was inside there was going to would have come up. The blackness would have come up, and it would have enveloped the Titan. And there was there was a creature within that blackness, and it would have took the Titan. If the spark had been placed in there, something else would have happened. Well. Basically, if the spark was put in there, eventually, yes, the Titan would have would have uh, returned to life. But it, it wouldn't have happened in a minute. It would have taken a while. And by a while, I mean okay. uh, weeks of sitting inside that tomb. Can you tell me uh, what happened to Volga's brother? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Volga's brother. He is... Uh, he is a slave. He was captured. Uh, so your father had made a deal with um, some pirates a long time ago. But ah, not really pirates, but a deal had been made. And unfortunately, your brother was uh, a consequence of that deal. Ultimately, he's on this island way down here to the south called Zan... Zan Zanskar, Zan Zanskar, this island called Zanskar, and uh, it's it's a civilized island, but it's a civilized island by uh, creatures that all live underground, uh, and so they mine. That's all there is. The, everything that happens on here is related to mining of gold, and a lot of gold comes from this this island. So he's being held. He was held a prisoner there. Um, but ah, uh, uh, who or what was sending us uh, the visions? Like, give give the spark and you were getting it. You were getting uh, visions from the goddess Artemis, who was trying to tell you that you could use the spark to gain your brother's freedom. And Artemis was a goddess that was local to the lands where uh, the furball come from. 
And I'm assuming if um, Akpuk got the uh, spark, nothing good would have happened. Uh, He wanted you, he was under his own command that the spark needed to be brought to the city of Scorpions. And the the Scorpion armor, although you had uh, intuited it, that it came from Whitey and Whitey was responsible for turning you into a tiefling, that armor would have actually been very good for you. How so? Uh, you would have gotten bonuses from it. So you would have gotten your, your AC bonus, so it was a plus one armor for you, but it would also uh, turn your, your weapon attacks into magic weapon attacks. <laughs> oh, I Wait. never do that. Will it turn you into a tiefling? Yeah, he was... Apparently. His, his parents were human. My parents are both human. But that that's like normal for tieflings, but you were born a tiefling or not? No, no. Uh, normally for a tiefling, one parent has to be of fiendish origin. Or has to be in the, in the lineage. There has to be some kind of... Uh, <clears throat> from the lineage. Mm. So he was turned... He, his mom was visited at the moment he was conceived and he was turned from being a human child to a tiefling. And a, ca- a Caucasian one at that. And Whitey was the demon who did it. <laughs> I can't see Thorn ever dealing with demons, though. Like, I mean, they're demons. Why would he? Of course not. And then for Clicker... Clicker, Clicker's event uh, had came to the eye of Heltana. Oh shit, I can't even remember the name anymore. One of the avatars was Zadiel. And so through the avatar of Zadiel, uh, she was willing to aid you to become one of the scion, like a scion of Zadiel, similar to what Ranveg was. And Ari to some extent, but not as not as significant as Ranveg, because Ranveg came from uh, far, far up to the north in Midgard, and she came to the south because uh, she was given a prophecy that she needed to find something inside um, inside the Southlands. So she came to not the Southlands, but into Nuria Natal. So she eventually got to Perbastet and met. Uh, Ijnamuj and traveled with Ijnamuj because she was more for all intents and purposes was getting signs that these would eventually lead her to the what the prophecy was so her prophecy was tied to the meeting of the four of you that came from being inside the um, Grandma Elmplinkle's realm and she had came to try to find you guys after you left to go rescue uh uh why can't I remember the turtle? <laughs> the turtle's name now. Shit, Norbit. 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 So she Norbit. came to try to try to intercept you guys when you guys went to rescue Norbit, and the dryad that was teaching you how to grasp uh, the dream or grasp the weave of the dream, she was distracted because uh, Ranveg and Ijnmuj were trying to burn their way into the tunnel uh, that you guys had taken. The, the forced tunnel that you guys had taken from the from the um, the, the pond, but uh, on but their see, way, like we, did, we wouldn't have known that at all. No, not, not without talking or anything like this. And on her way uh, there, she encountered uh, Olga, and Olga had been was not allowed to go with Bashir, 
well, not it wasn't that she wasn't allowed. She stayed because she was the messenger for uh, for Devon of of similar rank to Jessica. So Devon had hired both Jessica and Olga, so they were at the same level, uh, uh, basically in in the hierarchy of things. So Olga came to find out what the hell was going on with Bashir, and she stayed flying there, and eventually. Uh, she came head to head with Ijnumuj and Ranveig, and Ranveig sacrificed Ijnumuj in order to uh, get access to um, and get access. I can't remember. I'd have to go through my notes <laughs> to remember some of this. But she, she, they managed to take out Olga, and by doing that, uh, uh, Ranveig also did sacrifice uh, Ijnumuj at the same time in order so that she could get back to Purvastet quickly. I got it in my notes somewhere. I'd have to go read it, but I, I came up with reasons for all this shit. <laughs> On the slight chance that you guys we, would ask stuff, you. but but the thing is, is I forget because like at, at some point I can't stay across all of my notes and stuff. So there were a lot between of sessions, strings. I'll be like, okay, link this stuff. Link a lot this of strings. Stuff. What happened yeah. to to Norbert? Norbert was so when Cal came out of the sand, Norbert. Uh, so the Tuscali. Uh, so the the titan the purpose of the titan that uh that what zariel wanted the titan was so that the titan would go to uh one of the tuscali hives to go and encounter uh the queen who had a connection to one of the uh demon uh Arbi the demon lord Arbiak, who's the demon of basically insects and scorpions and whatnot so whitey and uh, Akpok were like um, lieutenants in the, uh, the Demon Lord Arayk's army. And one of the generals was at that hive working with one of the Tuscali queens. So the Titan was going to go over there to cause havoc and stop that. So these are like the plans of Demon Lords and the plans of gods and goddesses of what's going on that is just uh, outside the realm of, of humanoid kin. So it's just like do they explain stuff to, to the humanoids? No, they're just servants. Little pieces that move in, in, in grander schemes of things. So the Tuscali were actively starting to invade the lands and one particular hive was doing a lot of work and building a lot of tunnels in throughout Nuri Natal. And they were looking for objects of power and so the, there are different types and ranks within the Tuscali. So when you guys brought the uh, the spark into the hunt, well, there had been some Tuscali that were not far off. So they, while you guys were resting for the eight hours to get your long rest to recover from having dream walked all the way there, uh, they'd gotten closer and closer and closer. So when you guys went away to go and um, go to the market and pick up some stuff, well, they came through and they burst through the soil underneath the, the sand, underneath where you hid it under the floorboards, because that was a brilliant idea. <laughs> Anyways, they came I mean, up. Who and, would think that there'd be a creature coming up from underneath yeah. at any point? No. Well, you know. Uh, and Cal had managed to, he was being held in, um, uh, what is the, the, the Scully have this... Um, gelish stuff that I can't remember what it's called but he was held in a chrysalis in a chrysalis thing but he was he managed to break free and he was 
wandering the tunnels looking for a way out when he encountered these Tuscullies that were coming through and then there was a battle ensuing where Norbit was fighting them off and he managed to get out while Norbit went in and Norbit basically sacrificed himself because Norbit became aware that there was someone else and Norbit sacrificed himself to let the other person be free. So Norbit, for all intents and purposes, is now a um, uh, not a slave, but is captured and imprisoned by the Tuscully. And and Cal, I mean, what was his interests with all this? It seems so like Cal belonged to. Uh, if if you hadn't got it, uh, it wasn't a mercenary family. They they were a family of assassins that came from Ishadia. Ishadia is basically the land uh, on the map. If you're still looking at the map, is way up here. That's Ishadia. So Ishadia is basically where the Azamar come from and they are constantly embattled with the Maharati Dragon Empire. So he was an assassin's family of, of, of Azamar, but he was not Azamar. He was, uh, instead of half angel, half human, he was half human, half primordial, like uh, tied to the the wind, the wind lords. The wind lords were basically uh, a, like a godlike jinn. So they were uh, working towards creating a mix between humanoids and an essence of themselves. So similar to celestial with humanoids, well, pri uh, primordial essence with humanoids. So that's what he was. And he was found so as a, a bit like a Ganassi then? Uh, more, so than, more so than a Ganassi. Because like has Azamarish type abilities. So that this is where... You know, like for example, his fly ability came was part as as, as a gift that came from uh, his primordial heritage type thing, and his yeah, ability okay. to use elect electrical damage was because he chose to go down the air uh, the air side of the Jin. So yes, the Jin are air, fire, earth, and water. It's very similar to Ganassi, but you have the Jinborn. The Jinborn is a separate race, and they are. The Jin, they're not, they're humanoid species. And for all intents and purposes, the Jin born in Southlands are Ganassi or Janassi. So, same thing. Was this a, was this a Southlands race or something? Uh, what, what Cal was? No, we just, we just homebrewed, hodgepodged it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So we did, we, I wanted to, so instead of just making him an Asmar, because I knew Eric uh, that, um, uh, uh, you, Daria, were talking about Asmar as well. I didn't want to have two Asmar, so I wanted to uh, put something on a plate that would add, well, basically give you guys a tie to potentially going over to, oops, uh, if you guys are still looking at the Southlands map, way over here to the Dominion of the Windlords, because there's lots of kind of cool shit you can get, kind of discover over there. So ultimately what I was trying to do is create ties so that, you know, with with you, Thorn, uh, the adventures could happen in Nuria Natal. With Cal, they could be they could go to Ishadia or they could go to the Dominion of the Windlords. For Clicker, they could have gone down to the abandoned lands. And like magic in the abandoned lands is really wonky. So that that might have been cool. And then with Volga, she was from a different land. So that was a complicated one with, with Furbolg. Uh yeah, and then with Norbit, Norbit, uh his father, well, there are no turtle uh folk in Southlands. Uh, so basically, I was like his father, uh, who he called, um, who's the guy from Karate Kid? What was the guy's name again? 
Master Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. So Mr. Miyagi was his father, because he's nor making his his funniness. Uh, so Mr. Miyagi brought Norbit because Norbit was nobility from his family that had been decimated, and brought him through a a planal rift to to a different plane. So to Midgard versus Faerun. So there was no turtle folk except for him. He was the only turtle folk. So ultimately, uh, Yamaja, who was the goddess of the sea, was interested in Norbert always and was always helping him out whether he, le- he whether he is aware of it or not. Okay. What would have happened if we chose to pursue what uh, Bashir was promised? I was going to. That was look at the end of the day when you guys found it, and if you would have given uh, given him the the spark, that the whole spark uh, plot line would have been done because he would have taken it away, and it wouldn't have been a problem for you guys anymore. And then at that point, uh, if we continued on, it would have just been well, whatever backstory you guys wanted to, to follow, or I would have found some other something else to be a big thing. So yeah, to me, if you would have given it to Bashir, uh, your problems would have went away because you're the only reason you guys were being chased was because you were, you were the means of physically entering into the plane of dreams, and getting and and hopefully getting to that Fey realm that existed in the plane of dreams where the spark was hidden. So Devon knew that the spark was there, and so she knew the only way. Uh, to get it through her research was to find children of the harvest moon because they were the ones who could potentially enter in the the, the plane of dreams physically yeah, and she okay, needed that, that, that because was, that was fairly clear but what would have happened if we chose to seek out that place for the dark magics that Bashir was promised oh 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 in Tesluria so <laughs> You guys caught me off guard, is what it was. It was like, I, I was just like, when, when you started going deep into, well, what is your purpose for this? I was just like, oh, fuck. I didn't actually think. Like, he was just a, a hireling. But at what point was it was, you know, so coming up with void magic at Teslodio was me just pulling shit okay. out of my ass okay. because I was like, fuck, what can I do with this? Nice. So Teslodio, I thought was cool because it used to be the capital of Nuria Natal. So it is another rune that would have lots of magics and lots of dangers that could have been cool to go to as well. Because if I, if mean, I had any if, stake if I... in this, that that's the route that I would have pursued with Clicker. Because dark magics, hello. Yeah, that's void that's her. <laughs> that's her. In a nutshell, but it would have been interesting to go down that road because void magic is extremely dangerous. Yep. I'm confused that they decided. Oh, okay, we want this spark, so we'll just find people and we'll, and we'll uh, make them slaves um, for, for them to get what we want. Slavery. So sure, they'll just give it to us. No, see, here's so, the thing. So Bashir, Bashir was only plan was to kidnap you, but he needed to have a fall guy. So his fall guy was uh, Lord Rishi. And Lord Rishi was the slave trader. So Lord Rishi knew of the slave routes. So that's why there was like, I can't remember how many other slaves there were encamped with you at the time, but you guys were kept separate. So Bashir made sure that you guys were kept separate, but Lord Rishi knew nothing of Bashir's plans. So this was all, so that's why 
whenever Bashir questioned you, Lord Rishi would always question you guys after because Lord Rishi was trying to figure out what the hell is Bashir doing? Why is Bashir constantly talking to you guys? And so Bashir always had three people that he used um, who went out, actively would go out looking for the, the second, the third, and the fourth uh, children of the Harvest Moon. So they had one of those special rings. What did I call them? Um, there was two rings that were created. Jessica had one and one of Bashir's people had the second and they they were tuned to search for children of the harvest moon so lord but, rishi I mean, was mm. going going about it just sounds like it was going about it the wrong way like they needed these children to find them the spark but the way the way they set it up they the, the children would have a huge level of distrust for them yeah, you know, like in, in hindsight, like I always thought, okay, it'd be cool to start, you know, off as slaves and to see where it could go, but then trying to create something from that. And then, you know, in hindsight, like, you know, after a lot of thought and lots of conversations with Mick and whatnot, I'm just like, yeah, probably making you guys slaves doesn't make a lot of sense, but yeah, that's how it started. And so I needed to map stuff and make something of it. And that's what happened. Yeah. So, yeah. And to be <laughs> honest, um, at the very beginning, I knew, like, the whole thing was Children of the Harvest Moon after the spark. That the spark was hidden inside uh, the this 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 fey realm within the Plane of Dreams. That was just, that was never planned. Uh, that wasn't part of the, the game plan. That you guys would enter into the fey realm uh, at the beginning was just... Uh, a means of showing that the once the fourth of your companions came together, then of a sudden you would start showing up. But, you know, then, you know, th th things happened and then you've got to create new pathways. So at the, at the beginning, I never had a, a specific place of where you guys would find the spark. I, I needed to be flexible, say, to such that, okay, well, that's that place, you know, it's going to be here. It's going to be here. It's going to be here. So as the as the dice rolled and as you guys made decisions then i would change where the the place was but that's why yeah. there were the, the spark was creating the imbalance between um the nightmare king and oh fuck i can't even remember her name the other the other the face spirit because they were saffron you know saffron the saffron was sorry saffron was the the uh, was a an archfey from the autumn court and she volunteered to become a key uh one of the keys that kept the starlight court imprisoned yeah we uncovered and, all of that i think yeah, yeah. yeah. so the nightmare king that was one of the very saffron. few strings that we completely yeah. uncovered till the end yeah but uh yeah, so the, the the spark was because the spark was leaking through that the the cracked canopic jar. It was corrupting that realm, and ultimately, uh, I was I did have like another thing where um, was it sunlight? The little sprite sunlight was going to to eventually. It was an, a possible encounter for you guys. Uh, was that sprite would come and, and basically let you guys know that everything was good, and he was going to. Uh, reward you guys and whatnot but that never happened either but you create all of these potential encounters and some some bear fruit and some don't oh well it is what it is but i mean sounds good 
Yep. But and and here's the thing. Well, the abandoned lands, the, the whole idea of the Titan came from the abandoned lands because the Titans, they their their glorious empire, their their capital city used to be in the abandoned lands. And so there are lots of bodies of Titans held in chrysalis chambers. So for me, uh Merlimel was one that was came from that land and had been absconded and taken into the mountains uh, the mountains that surround the the uh Yawajaka jungle and so he'd been hidden there for for uh, centuries and then uh, Ari had been given clues where to find his body and so she'd been out in the mountains for the past year and a half looking for him and then she found him and then it was about getting him into that airship and bringing him back but the point being is that um it would have potentially been a path to take you guys into the abandoned lands where there are really big creatures and high CRs to deal with. Anyway. It was a beautiful campaign, really beautiful and intricate. And I really enjoyed the role playing from the very beginning to the very end. Well, I'm glad. I mean, as long as you yeah, guys yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that's it, all it was fun. And I'll keep in touch with you guys because who knows? And I mean, I hope everybody else has success in whatever it is that they do. And I hope you guys all stay in touch and maybe we can catch each other in some other one shots at some point. Yeah. And yes. I'm happy to play in one of your games again, Ivan. That was I thought that was a lot of fun too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'll see you later. Bye bye. Cheers to a. Yeah. Thank you guys. Bye bye. Yep. See you. Have a good time. Bye. You guys take care. And best Same. of luck and thanks for running. Catch you on the flip side. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. Hello, my name is Atua and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Vargashelist, the Farwag Druid. I'm Ivan, a teller of dark and gritty TTRPG stories. No heroes, no happy ends. And I will be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mike. I will be playing the Isamar? Hexblade, Warlock, Cal, and Thra. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.